Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. In this podcast, we'll be having discussions around the secrets which attract lasting, healthy, fulfilling relationships, creating a healthy mindset, and what women should know and understand about men. Introducing your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts, relationship expert, trainer, speaker, and best-selling author of The Cupid's Bow Technique. Lynn's mission is to have a positive impact in reducing divorce, domestic violence, and suicide. Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. This is your host, Lynn Smith, and today I've got somebody that sounds really mystical and intriguing for our audience. Her name is Angel Jewelry, and she is a modern day oracle. How intriguing is that? So, Angel, tell us more about what is it around modern day oracle? What does it actually mean for guests that have never heard that term before? By the way, thank you very much, Lynn, for having me on. I really appreciate this. Um, A modern day oracle. So what is that? Basically, it is a a newer way of saying uh, intuitive medium or intuitive psychic. Excellent. So it's all about using your intuition. So again, what, what what does actually using your intuition mean to audience members that probably don't get what that actually means in terms of how they can get in touch with that or get connected with that. Oh, well, here's the thing. We all have intuition. Um, it depends on how you, how you uh, want to say it. Um, intuition basically is the language of the soul. It's that little voice inside of you that says yes or no. Is that It's that voice that leads you down that pathway or it, it doesn't. Uh, it's um, also that gut instinct. And we've all been there with any choices that we make in our life. We use that, our, our own intuitive voice. And and the, the hardest thing is people don't know whether it's the ego voice or the spirit voice. So being a modern day oracle, um, I have learned how to determine what is my ego voice, meaning myself, and what is my spirit voice, meaning uh, the voice of angels, spirit guides, or loved ones that have passed on over to the other side. Wow. <laughs> Sounds really fascinating. So today we discussed a little bit off air that it'd be good for us to talk about tapping into your intuition to find love. So before we get into that discussion, could you tell me a little bit about your own previous experiences, you know, what's led you to doing what you're doing now, basically? Well, what got me where I was I have always been intuitive, even as a child. Um, uh, some people call it an empath, uh, and an empath is just a very highly sensitive individual who can pick up on other people's energetic fields um, just because we are all uh, energy. And so as a child, I was always sensitive. I always had the allergies, and I always had that sensitivity to other people, and I was always drained by being around people who, who were um, in a bad mood or the hypersensitive people, and I always wondered why I picked up that energy. And then it got to the point where I started to, to hear those voices in, 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 intuitively, and those voices became stronger than my own voice of reason. And... I decided I went into business, believe it or not. When I got into high school, I followed the, the line of going into business because I thought that's what I wanted, but it really was my ego that wanted that. I wanted the success behind being, being successful in business. And it wasn't until I started working with business owners that I realized that I just did not 
like it. So I basically threw my hands to the air and I uh, had a bunch of things happen at the same time, uh, which kind of rocked my world. And one of them was I broke my shoulder and then I got pneumonia. Not nice to have pneumonia and a, and a broken shoulder at the same time. Um, I went through a divorce and I was going through a custody battle. It was horrible. I hit, I hit the ground. So I basically just threw my hands up in the air and said, what do you want me to do? And it was at that point intuitively I heard, we want you to serve us. And that's when the voice started getting louder. Um, and so I basically decided, you know what? I'm going to trust this voice because uh, it's guided me this far and everything that I did that I thought that I wanted to do got me into the wrong spots. And so it was at that point I decided, you know what, I'm going to start to find people, like-minded people that will help me polish this, this craft and, and help me uh, own it. And so that's how I got into this. Wow, really fascinating. I always find this sort of subject quite intriguing, regardless of what I think um, you know your your own personal beliefs are around um, this sort of information. I, I do feel it's great, you know, that people, for the most part, can be open minded to it at least, you know, and give people a chance. <laughs> so, on that basis, when you uh, when, when we were discussing how you can use your intuition to find love. What is it around intuition to, that we need to sort of focus on or tap into in order to at attract or create love in our lives? You know, um, then it's funny because you talked about um, the, basically the acceptance of what it is that I do. Uh, oddly enough, we are all psychic. It's who wants to tap into it more and who doesn't because uh, intuition is, like I said, the language of the soul. So when it comes to finding love, why wouldn't you ask your soul, right? Mm. If, if the language comes from the soul, that's where you want it to come from. Because in my experience, um, when I talk to spirit, uh, the reason why I can tap into what they want to send me for a message or guidance is because I vibrate at a speed of love. In other words, um, being human, we have such a dense uh, vibration and spirit has a, a higher vibration. So I'm able to, to bring my vibration to a point where I can connect with them. And then their messages all come from a vibration of love. And I absolutely believe that, you know, because I've always, for me, you know, uh, defined it in slightly different terms, but similar to yourself where, you know, your head is your ego and uh, your, your, your self-talk is that, you know, uh, mind chatter that, that, that sometimes gets in the way, although it wants to protect you a lot of the times, it, it can do to do so at your detriment. And for me, you know, the heart is, is the, what the, the part of you that's connected to your soul or your spirit, if you like. And, and, you know, and, and you're, that's where your intuition is in terms of, you know, for me, it's about placing my hand on my heart area and, um, you know, really laying still and asking, like you say, those empowering questions. Yeah, yeah, like have that have that conversation with your soul. I always say to people um, because I get a lot of people that come to my studio, and one of the biggest um, uh, inquiries I get from people is, is about the relationship. It's about love. It's uh, some people are lucky enough to have three people to choose from, and they want me to choose from them. I won't do that. I'm not taking your power away. You need to choose, right? Um, lucky them. <laughs> yeah, and if you're that lucky to have three people, woohoo! Look. 
could you go? Um, but at the at the end of the day, like I said, when you were conceived, the first organ that was made in your body was your heart, right? So that's a, a, a what could be more of a beautiful story to know that the first organ made in your body was the heart and guess where spirit lives is in the heart. So when you pass over, um, the ego dies with the body, but the spirit does not die. So when it comes to being intuitive about love, yes, have that conversation with your soul, quiet the monkey mind, which is the ego and have the conversation with your soul and listen for it because trust me, it will tell you and it will always bring you down the path of soul alignment and what's best for your higher self. Uh, and when I say that, I mean, I've had relationships where I was with this gentleman back in my early 20s and every time he was doing something he shouldn't have been doing, I would get gut aches and gut aches. And I'm just like, what is he doing? To find out like after we had broken up, um, two years after we had broken up, that he was having numerous affairs. And my gut was telling me that. I, But my mind was saying, no, 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 he wouldn't do that. He loves me. But it's funny because your body will react too when it knows that something's not going right. Yeah, I, I get that. You know, certainly, um, you know, from... I think from my knowledge or and I'm not a health expert but from my knowledge of of health in terms of how your body reacts to things I, I certainly know that you know if um, people have a weight issue you know which I've had up and down over the years my weight issue is definitely connected to not feeling safe and secure in my environment I know that 100% you're, you're so bang on there uh, and you know what when you have that uh, reaction of, of not feeling safe guess what sometimes you, you uh, overeat for security reasons does that make sense massively it does yeah yeah and that that's the same thing that happens when it comes to relationships like a lot of people put themselves into relationships um because they they think this is all they're going to get and not just um uh, brings to the surface insecurity it's insecurity that they have not dealt with um i have a lot of people who are in relationships with people they don't really want to be with but they get the security there to find mm -hmm. out that really it, it stems back to their childhood and the relationship with their their father um yes. and it's not until we actually bring the things that we fear the most about love to the surface uh and face the shadows of how we um put the, how we think of love to the light we won't heal and attract those things i always tell people um here's the one thing you want to do when you want to attract the right person and this is golden you need to be exactly what you want to attract Absolutely. So if, if you really want to attract um, somebody who has a great job and has a, a, a beautiful personality and you have kids and you want them to love your kids more than you love your kids and you know, you better be all that too. Because if, yeah. if you're not putting out there what you want to attract in your life, um, then the balance is going to be off. Yeah, uh, I think it's so easy sometimes, isn't it, to lay blame at our partners rather than looking at ourselves and thinking, well, you know, what part am I playing in in uh, either allowing this behaviour and and in some ways even 
to the extent probably you know you might have a soft nature women tend to be more forgiving don't they and, and in uh, I suppose the name of forgiveness forgive behavior which isn't actually acceptable and then okay the, what what message is that sending then to the guy who is you know giving that behavior you it's sending him the message that it's acceptable to you and it, he, he'll always be forgiven for it you know what you're 100% correct. It's funny because I think once we get accountable with what it is that we want to attract, it shows up. And if you are in a, uh, a relationship right now and things are not going correctly and things are not making you feel good and you're feeling that in your body, because like I said, your body also is going to react to, to your energy. Uh, say you're getting headaches, you're getting stomach aches, you know, you're suffering anxiety, depression. That's a red flag and it's time to pay attention. And that to me is your intuition or your spirit saying to you, look, look, you're not aligning with your soul's purpose here. You're not aligning with your higher self. Why are you doing this? Yeah, I, I get it 100%. And, um, you know, for me, uh, my story was that uh, in my teens, I was seriously sexually assaulted twice and suffered that as a, a major trauma in my life. And then when I met my now ex-husband, he was a great guy. You know, he was a really good guy, great father, great uh, husband to me. But I only entered that relationship really uh, for the security it brought. You know, I felt safe and secure in that relationship. And I loved him, but I didn't love him um, with, with an open heart. You know, there was always a guarded heart there. And it wasn't until, you know, I separated from him when, I, you know, this is after 23 years, that relationship served me. But I knew there was something more, you know, a higher level of relationship that I wasn't getting from that. And I didn't know and didn't have the awareness at the time to realize what that was. Um, so I left that relationship. And, um, you know, looking back now, I, I realize, you know, it, it met that need for safety, security and feeling protected. Yeah. And you know what? The funny thing is, um, the one thing you pinpointed there is you didn't know why, but yeah, you did know why. Your heart knew why. Mm. And that was your intuition, but your ego was saying you have to stay for security reasons. Right. And that just I comes know. from a primal need, isn't it? The ego, you know, is literally the, the primal DNA that's ingrained in us all, you know, around the flight, fight or, or freeze response yeah. to threats, isn't it? Yeah, it, it totally is. And the funny thing is, uh, wherever, um, you know, when it comes to the ego, I don't, I think people don't realize how much it can really harm you. It can really harm you. Um, whereas I like to say that your heart really is the compass. And if you can bring your, um, your thought system downstairs to where the heart is, instead of being upstairs in the pentos, you're going to make some beautiful choices. Um, I know my first marriage, uh, I thought it was everything, but there was always that little thing inside my, my mind saying to me, and that was my intuition until I figured it out, saying, this isn't going to last. This isn't going to last. I didn't even take his last name. Um, and it's funny, we uh, had children and, and 10 years into it, I woke up one morning and kind of went, yeah, I'm just, I'm not here. I'm not connected anymore. What the hell happened? Mm -hmm. And, um, and he didn't do anything. That's the honest no. 
he just it but it just it, it what the connection wasn't there anymore because like love is invisible it's such a mystery but it just you know what it's it's an emotion that we all feel and it's a connection that connection was gone so i left him and we um ended up being best friends but then some things happened and things went sour so um i stayed single for eight years and in that time i met a lot of ugh, i want to say losers i call them <laughs> <laughs> like uh, like bottom feeders that plenty of fish site that was the site that was out for dating at that time and it was horrible and um so i met some guys but you know what something just kept saying stay just be a good mom be a good mom be a good mom and that's when i found myself was during that eight years i finally found me and i really liked who i was to the point where i really didn't want to commit to anybody ever again (laughs) (laughs) and then um my husband that i'm with now we'll be um, together for seven years uh believe it or not he found me on Facebook. We were in grade eight together and I didn't want to add him as a friend because I didn't like him then. (laughs) Judging him from his previous, what you knew of him sort of X amount of years ago, rather than who he is today. Well, you know what? I I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I'm going to, he was a jackass in high school. And then, (laughs) so anyways, if it wasn't for, because in my mind, I thought to myself, I knew what my perfect person looked like and what they were going to act like and what they were going to present to me. You know what? I didn't know nothing. Um, Here's the thing. The good Lord gives you what you need, not what you want. And thank God he was persistent because I wouldn't missed out on the absolute best thing that would have ever happened to me in my lifetime. That's fantastic. Yeah, his intuition for love and loving me uh, was much higher than my own. And my goodness, this man has just fulfilled every dream in my life. Mm. It's funny you were saying about not taking your ex-husband's name because for me, I did take my ex-husband's name. um, But pretty soon after we got married, I got a rash around my ring finger. I did too! Yeah, and I took uh, took the, took my rings off and I never put them back on again, you know, through the whole 20-plus years that we were together. <laughs> that is so funny because I was just thinking that. I, I stopped wearing my ring because I got like a rash all around my finger. Now, what could be more of a sign from spirit than that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, so when, you know, and so now that I'm kind of realigned with, with love and what true love means, um, it's just so very important that other people out there realize that one, you're not stuck and two, you're not alone. And three, you know, love is going to come when you love yourself. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent agree with that. And, um, sometimes it, it can be though, you know, quite difficult to think, well, how do I start to love myself? If you, if you've always, um, subconsciously, you know, felt like you're not enough or not good enough or not deserving of love or, or you know, and, and your self-esteem has took a, a massive hit through um, previous losses or rejections. How how do you help people get overcome that? Well, you know what, here's, here's the biggest thing, Lynn. You have to realize that you are really making those uh, limitations yourself. Okay. Um, so that's what self-love is about being able to look in the mirror and see 
every flaw of yours and accepting it and saying, you know what? It's okay. I'm not perfect because you're not meant to be perfect. You're meant to be a human being, just being, being yourself. Um, I read something somewhere and I don't know where it was, but it was kind of a profound moment for me because it said the person that you're looking at in the mirror was actually your soulmate in a past life. And that makes a lot of sense because, you know, when you look in the mirror and you can see that, that reflection looking back at you. And if you can honestly say to yourself, you know what, if I loved you in a past life, I'm going to love you now, then that connection is going to be there. But when you um, connect with loving even the little parts of you, I mean, we've all made mistakes. Oh my goodness. Mistakes are lessons learned. And you know what? Here's the other thing too. God's rejection is also God's protection. So maybe there's a reason why things went sour because there's strength in you to, to uh, pull yourself out of the abyss and, and bring yourself back to light again. Um, and when I, when I say that, I truly mean, it's okay to, to look at all the things that you think make you um, and, and say, okay, I accept that. I accept that I was rejected before. I accept that um, I was belittled before. I accept that, you know, I was physically uh, hurt before. But moving forward, I have so much, I won't let that happen again. See, if you can find your power there, right? I will not let somebody do this to me again. I will not let somebody belittle me again. I will not, I will not, I will not. And that's, it's, it's in that, that, that statement, I, that you can find the strength to move forward. I also uh, teach people um, journaling and I tell people, write down who you think you are. I get people to write a eulogy, believe it or not of who they think they are. And that could be in love. Who do you think you are as a lover? Write your eulogy. And when I say eulogy, I know it sounds kind of morbid, but it makes sense. Who do I think I am? Uh, what do I think I possess? What do I think I'm giving? Right. And then I want on the other side, I want you to write um, just where you want to go. Because uh, the eulogy is part of you that you need to let die off and you need to read it. So you can kind of go, oh my goodness, is this who I really think I am. Powerful. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a powerful time. And just look at that. And then, and every day, find the little things that you can do to change things, change, because you got the free will every day to make your own choices to do what it is that you uh, want to do. And if your heart's crying out to you, uh, you know, um, then, then listen to it. Listen to it, because if you don't, here's the thing I know about spirit. Spirit's going to give you some signs. If you're not paying attention to the signs, they start giving you red flags. If you're not paying attention to those red flags, then they're going to pull the universe out from underneath your feet. It happens all the time. I agree with that. And it's, it's just, I suppose, sometimes a bit tough, isn't it? Because sometimes I, I tend to, when I'm sort of alone with myself and I'm having a really 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 hard challenging time I, I sometimes sort of ask my soul really do, does it have to be this painful for me to learn this lesson <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, you know if you, if you understood that what's on the opposite side of that lesson is what you want go through the door just go through the door keep going forward because I know I get a lot of people coming to see me and they're like, Oh, but I'm still in love with them. And it's just like, well, how long ago did you guys date two years ago? 
I'm like, well, is he still in your life? No, he's not in my life anymore. Well, then, you know what? You're going back to a past memory that is nothing but a vibration. It's just energy because mm. that person's energy no longer exists in, that, in, in your life anymore. You've got to let go of the thought of that, that energetic thought because if the person is physically not in your life, it's nothing more than an uh, 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 energy thought. Yeah, and it, it it is, I think, uh, you know, I suppose most women are quite guilty of this. You know, we're quite, um, all right, mind you, I, I have to say, no, I'm going to scrub that because I'm going to say women are more romantic, but actually I don't I don't think that's necessarily the case. But I, I think uh, we do sort of romanticise and fantasise, and, and I suppose men do too, but I feel that women are more prone to do that. Yes, yes. We're, you know, going back and, and revisiting our, because all of our, our, our past is, is still energetic. Um, but there's no need to revisit something that you're going to beat like a dead horse. Um, like I said, if that person is physically, energetically no longer in your life, do your very best to cut the cord and let that go. Because if you're still hanging on to that, how are you going to open up the portal to someone new coming into your life? Because what you're doing is you're telling the universe, hey, I'm still stuck here. I'm still stuck with this guy. And the universe is kind of going, oh, look, she's still stuck on that person, still stuck on that guy. So I'm going to give her more memories about being stuck with that person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because we get what we focus on, don't we? Whether that's good, bad or indifferent. So if you can just, like I always tell people, process the energy, get it out of your energetic field, write about it, write about it, write a letter to that person. I don't care if you want to make it the nastiest letter you ever written, but get that energy out of your energetic field, burn the damn letter. And when the memory comes up again with that person, do it again, repeat the process, write the letter to that person, write whatever you need to say, energetically, get it out, burn it again. Because what you're doing is you're showing the universe, I know how to get rid of this energy now. I'm letting it go. I'm letting it go. Then the universe is going to look at you. Oh, look at that. She's letting go of that energy. I'm going to give her more things to begin to let go of more. And before you know it, you're kind of going, oh my goodness, look at that. I let go of that. And I'm, I'm feeling kind of good. Then the universe looks at you and kind of goes, you know what? You're no longer attached to that energy. So I'm going to open up a portal and I'm going to start bringing you new suitors. And it works amazingly. It does. And I give a similar sort of analogy, you know, to what you were saying about, you know, writing it down and then burning it or, or, or you know, ripping it up or whatever you do with that, that, that writing that that person's done I, I get them to visualize you know having a cord connected to that person and then cutting that cord you know and keep and keep doing that as an exercise oh yeah I mean I laugh because um in my journaling course I do get people to write uh, a, a nasty letter to somebody that they just can't seem to get rid of and it's funny they write it all out and then um we play sometimes with cards the cards are, are a beautiful divination tool and a lot of them are very inspirational so they'll write down what cards they pull with this letter and the minute we go to burn it my goodness they just smile it's like they just let go of a hundred pounds of, um, you know, <laughs> or a hundred years of wasted time. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's such a beautiful release. Absolutely. It's, it's so liberating, isn't it? When we can sort of take that plunge and then it, it only takes some one minor action actually, but you know, if we need to repeat it, 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 you do get the result in the end and it doesn't have to be a huge shift. It can be just that 
exercise that you described about writing a letter that yeah. can start to make the difference and put you on that different path to a whole bright new future, can't it? Oh my goodness. You know what? It, can, it will realign you. It will realign you. Um, and when you are realigned, guess what? You, you're ignited, okay? And then you start to get inspired. And when you're inspired, you get passionate. When you get passionate, guess what? Passion is intimacy. Guess what intimacy does? It attracts other intimacy. So um, when I say to people, use your intuition when it comes to love. That means get right with yourself first. Because if you, like I said, are in... Um, not such a good situation and you know what you're going through a nasty divorce and you know your ex-husband's doing this or your ex-wife's doing that or or you, you're not working and stuff like that don't think that some millionaire is going to come in sweep you off your feet and all's going to be good um <laughs> you you need to get right with yourself mm. because that's self, showing self-love and then when you get right with yourself then you know things start to shift things start to happen people start to show up it's because you actually purged. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you, can, you can't fit anything into a closet if it's stuff full of crap. So start purging, start looking at yourself. And there's nothing better than when you can cleanse your soul and say, oh, okay, yeah, I, I need to change this, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You've got to get rid of the old to make way or create a vacuum for the new haven't you it, yes you absolutely do so get real get real you want to attract uh, an amazing love in your life you want to um you know like even replenish the love life that you're in get real don't think that the other person has to do it all and you just need to show up no you need you, you know this is this is a team effort absolutely 100 percent agree and on that note angel I would just like to ask you, what, what is your best contact information for any audience members that would like to get in touch with you? Well, my, uh, you know what? I'm going to give you my uh, website. Everybody can find me on there. My social media is on there. It is sacredsilence.net. Sacredsilence.net. Correct. Yes. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for sharing all your information about intuition i've loved this conversation and um i've always attracted quite a wide audience that's always open to new explorations so hopefully they've got some great insights and bits of wisdom and, and tips from our discussion today i hope so too lynn thank you so very much and you know what um during these times i hope all is well over there in spain excellent and the same goes for you too and it just goes for me to close now and to say to our lovely audience that opening your heart is where true love starts. So on that note, until next time, goodbye for now. Thanks for listening to the Hearts Entwined podcast. You can follow Lynn via the Facebook group Two Hearts Entwined or search Lynn Smith inspirational speaker at LinkedIn or email lynn at hearts-entwined.com. That's L-Y-N at hearts-entwined.com. Remember, true love starts with opening our hearts.